Welcome to the Tackling Life Podcast with the great Ray Lewis and me, Dr. Christian Conti. It's a success podcast that tackles life through the lessons of sports and Ray. This is our 100th episode. Doc, I've been knowing you for 100 episodes. 100 episodes. <laughs> What's up, my man? That's What's how we up? measure time. We've been through a lot together. Boy, we've been through a lot together. You hear me? The ups and downs, the wrongs, the rights, the white, the black. <laughs> <laughs> We've talked about a lot of different things. Um, I was laughing because the other day, uh, Tyg O'Connor, he wrote in and my man, he, we, we answered his question on a fan Friday and he was like, we kept calling him Mr. O'Connor because we couldn't pronounce his name. His name is, uh, spelled T-A-D-H-G. And uh, he was cracking up laughing. He said, man, this is hilarious. So he sent me a pronunciation for his name. It's Tig, Tig O'Connor. Uh, but we've had a lot of fun. Shit, I still, can't, I, I still can't say that. <laughs> you want to text that to me so I can look at it a few times? God. <laughs> he said, I looked at it. I said, that doesn't sound like that at all. T-A-D-H-G, but pronounced Tiger, except without the R. So Tig. Tig, what's up, man? man, I ain't, man Tig, I'm not finna. Tig, I'm not finna bite my damn tongue trying to say your name. That's what I'm not finna do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I love it. But Tig and so many people have written in over these hundred episodes. Um, we've had an opportunity to answer people's questions and talk about life. We've tackled everything from serious things um, to motivation to just laughing and cracking up. Um, because that encompasses everything with life, and that's what it really is about. When we set out at the beginning, we thought, what can we do to add to this world? What can we do to contribute to this world? And that's a question I find myself asking people a lot. What What are you really bringing to this world? And not in a negative way, but really genuinely asking so that people can get some self-awareness. What is it like to be around you in life? And I think that's something important. I think that's something you and I, Ray, we've been trying to bring awareness about for some time now you know you know what so i i, I and and this i'm glad you started this way because i want you to understand something like when i never forget when we said let's start this podcast right and now we're on 100 but to read the comments now i want you to think about this right let's say you're in a mega auditorium you're in a mega church right and you have 100,000 people, 200,000 people, right? And let's say you deliver one of the greatest messages ever, right? But you walk out of there and you actually touch nobody. Mm. Deliver a great speech, but you touch nobody. And the reason why I bring that up is because I want everybody to know who actually chimes in to tackling life that when me and you started this, the number one thing I told you, I said, Doc, it does not matter and all I want to do is change one life. Just one life. And I want you to, I want people to really think about that. Because imagine someone losing their way. Imagine the emails and things that I get of people contemplating suicide and people going through cancers. I mean, this young kid, Evan, yesterday, the other day, oh, doc, doc, through my ray of hope, I just, I sent him a video 
And, and I was so hurt because of the cancer that he has to deal with. Mm. And, and, and I sent him the message and he sent it back. And he said, Mr. Lewis, I'm going to fight just like you said, fight. He says, and when I win the battle, I'm going to do my happy dance. <laughs> <laughs> right. But it's the, but the, the, the whole thing about tackling life, about what you should be doing in life, what we should be doing in life is 100 percent tied to changing someone's life besides yours. Now, there's something I'm going to speak about later about showing your self-approval, right? But I'm talking about 100 episodes, and if you heard the emails that all of you guys are writing to us, it's overwhelming at times to read the responses, to read the, the challenges that we gave so many people and so many people are really trying it, are really trying it. You know what? I said this the other day, Doc, and then we can kind of jump into some stuff. But I said this the other day. If someone stopped you right now in the streets and they ask you, where does your happiness come from? What would your response be, Doc? For me, it comes from within. 100%. Listen, oh, Doc, 100%. But I want you to think about something. If me and you know that happiness come from within, then why do we let, why do people let so many things from without disturb their destiny? Well, listen, this is something... I was literally just talking about this the other day in a prison about this, about how we and we tie ourselves up with people so that when people go up, we go up. When they go down, we go down. And we don't really take the time to step back and learn about ourselves enough so that we don't give our power and our control away. Listen, so I do this YouTube channel where I just make a, a free video every week for people. Uh, you know, I hear from people all over the world, super appreciate all the feedback, you know, making some great connections. But I had this guy this past week. He not only didn't like the videos, but he sought me out to like try to reach my management and everything to really get me a personal email to really tell me how <laughs> to really tell me how he didn't like my video and how he disagreed with it. And I thought, you know what? This is a great thing for people to see. Like, not everybody out there is going to dial into what anybody is saying. And that's okay. So I said to him, my man, I appreciate that my words didn't resonate with you. And I appreciate that you even took the time to really seek me out to, to, to make that clear to me. But I'm wondering if your focus is too much on what you're being given because it's a free YouTube thing. It's, it's really just free. You don't have to keep watching it if you don't want and I'm wondering if you want to change the focus to what you can give, because the more we're wrapped up in what people aren't giving us and people aren't giving us exactly what we want in life, then we're going to be really miserable. But when we can start to realize that life's more about what we can give to others, if we can touch somebody's life rather than worried about other people who are actually handing us free help isn't the exact help we want. You see, it's just, it's so different. So I'm not going to allow my focus. Like I wasn't going to allow that person's, his narrative to change mine. I'm just going to say, listen, my man, I wish you peace. And 
I hope you find some. I hope you find some. But I share that with people because I, I hate to see people's peace disturbed by other people who are struggling in darkness. This is this is this is why I brought that up. We have given away the greatest ability that God gave us. And that is self-control. We have given it away now. Now we, we, we're in a totally different world now. So now before I confirm with me that I'm OK with me, my approval now is in social media. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. It is what it is. Sometimes you got to call out the elephant in the room. Yep. Right. And the elephant in the room now is we have actually become more engaged in making everybody else happy instead of ourselves. Yes. If you thought that everybody in this world was going to like you. That's what I thought about the Smurfs when I used to watch it until I learned about Gargamel. (laughs) (laughs) You have to elaborate on your Smurf analogy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I thought nobody could dislike the Smurfs. (laughs) How can you dislike a Smurf? (laughs) I thought, I thought, I thought Papa Smurf was the wisest man I've ever met in my life. And I had a, and I had a crush on Smurfette. <laughs> but, but there was an evil spirit named Gargamel. <laughs> and all Gargamel wanted to do was disturb the Smurfs lifestyle. When now I'm say, telling. I love when you think of the most, the, the toughest human being on the planet. When you think about the greatest motivator on the planet, the linebacker that struck fear in the hearts of every person who ever played offense in the history of football, and he's watching the Smurfs. I mean, I grew up on the Smurfs. <laughs> I, I grew, I grew I up too. on the Smurfs, I, and I felt yeah, the same absolutely. way you felt. I felt the same way. Man, I grew up on Scooby Doo. <laughs> you know, but 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 the point is, is that everybody has a gargamel. Yes, everybody has a gargamel. Everybody has somebody, somebody's that do not want you to see yourself happy. Yes. And I'm, I'm gonna tell you something. I'm gonna tell you something about all these people who created, who created all of these devices and everything. They created it so you don't spend time with yourself. Mm-hmm. They created it so that you can spend time with what they want you to see. They created it that if you, I want you, to, I, I want people to really challenge themselves. Because Doc, I told you something early, right? So for myself, I haven't, I haven't actually. Only thing I've been doing, I, I posted on social, and uh, but I haven't engaged. What do, what does that mean? I have not physically. Scroll through social media to see what everybody else is doing. Why? Because I had to push a reset button. I had to reset my focus. I had to reset my emotions. I had to reset my inspiration. I had to reset my motivation. And, And you know what? Mostly one of the things that I'm proud of that I had to reset and I realize now what one of the biggest tricks that we've been introduced to in this world doc listen to me carefully 
I reset what love really feels like. Mm. Oh, Doc. Oh, Doc. Let me tell you something. It'll scare you in today's time. Don't nobody walk around and speak to you, nobody. Don't men don't open doors for young ladies. Nobody's talking about yes, ma'am, and no, ma'am. Nobody is do, nobody is walking in love anymore. Doc, I pay attention to it so much. It's scary. Mm. I know. And how when you're really tuning in, you see it. Tell everybody how long you've gone without really engaging in it. I've been 67 days mm. without engaging in no type of social media. I've been 67 days and walking by people and just speaking and watch how many people respond. Mm. Now, I ain't talking about people who know who I am. Well, that's hard. But I'm, I'm, but I'm talking about just random people. I passed by this young lady the other day. I said, nice shoes. I said, wow, really nice shoes. She looked at me. She looked at me like I threw her a bow. <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm like, but then I walked to this other guy and I'm like, man, wow, man, that's, that's a really nice suit. He was like, oh, wow, man, thank you. Wow. You paid attention to that. And I'm like, yeah, why wouldn't I pay attention to it? I mean, why you put it on? But the point is, but the point is, I started to, I, I, I wrote this down. I said, will you fight for your own peace? How do you fight for your own peace? And I wrote, and, and I, you know, this is one of the lines I always stick with. That whatever majority of people are doing, I found myself doing the opposite, Doc. Doc, I've never laughed so hard in my life. Doc, my worry, stress is gone. Doc, the, 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 the confirmations you think you need that comes from likes and followers has disappeared because I didn't know about them in, when I didn't know about them when I was 10 years old when I was broke. I didn't know about likes and followers when I was 15 years old when I had nothing to eat. I didn't know about likes and followers when I didn't have a scholarship to get into the University of Miami. I didn't have a scholarship when they told me I was too small. I didn't have likes and followers when they told me I was too small to play in this league. Mm. So let me tell you what I what I confirm by walking in love and doing the opposite of what majority of this world is doing, that you will you will identify who you are. Listen, I 100 percent, 100 percent. There's so much of an illusion around social media but I posted something uh, saying on, uh, and I and I've this is this was this has kind of hit me. So I woke up, I, I meditate, and I always say my saying. But I said, just because someone follows your social media account doesn't mean that they're a follower of you, i.e., like a disciple of yours. It just means that they're interested in seeing what you posted to that account. You have to remember that people are looking at in social media, somebody, if somebody even does like whatever you have, they're scrolling through and liking five, six hundred other things within that short period of time. So it's not like when we, we have this false sense and, and a really the word follower is an interesting word because we think follower and you think Buddha, you think Jesus, you think these great spiritual leaders who had actual followers. But now, it's just the name of what the social media account is. I have a follower. Are they really a follower of yours? And it's fascinating to, to hear young people talk about this and to hear people say it as if they are these 
they really convince themselves that they're these gurus when in fact people are really just voyeuristic. People just want to see what you have to post or what your what your picture is, and that's all they really care about. Doc, it contradicts. I, I think I've said this before, Doc. <laughs> it contradicts man created these social media platforms. There's a social media platform, Doc, that I want to send you. And if you want to post it somewhere where people can actually read it themselves, of the all of the, the top people who created these social media platforms, do you know what they said in this article? Mm. That they made a mistake. Mm. Do, you kn- do you know what else they said in this article? That they have, they have stopped using their own platforms. Mm. Because what it's doing, what it's doing to people's subconscious minds. Well, it's, it's changed it. It's changed it. It's not only it. Listen to this. It's not only changed it. It has contradicted everything that the Bible says. The Bible, the social media says that you're popular if you have a lot of likes. The Bible says it's better to be respected than liked. Social media says, listen to this. It's better to be, listen to this. It's better to be, if I have more followers, I'm liked, I'm respected. But the Bible says it's better to be a leader than a follower. We have created a bunch of followers and listeners, but we have failed to produce trail. Not that, listen, I'm talking about trailblazers, people who are creating paths, people who are changing the narrative on what life is supposed to be. Remember this, we all got to leave here one day. That's why I tell parents, raise your children the right way, because we all got to leave here one day. And I guarantee you this. I would love, love to get to heaven and look up. And God got a board of how many followers you got on Twitter. (laughs) 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 That's his. That's his last concern. Uh, You only had uh, 32 followers. I'm not going to be able to let you in. I understand you helped a lot of people in your life and you're real good, but we can't do it. Or or you got 200 million followers, but you sent in 190 million to hell (laughs) because of your message. Oh, Doc, I'm telling you, let me tell you something, man. I found freedom being away from that stuff. Man, I found freedom. Man, let me. I, I'm, I'm screaming to somebody online today to free yourself. Man, go back to oh, I'm gonna tell you something. Old school wins for this for, for from this perspective. Old school wins because you obey the listen, obey the laws of the land. This social media is all new rules. It's just somebody rules that said, you know how you know what I can do to distract a lot of people. I can put these phones and stuff in their hand, and guess what I can do. I can make grown-ups even act like kids. Mm. I can make kids. I love hearing it. I love hearing the freedom in your voice. Raise free. We need you, the listener, to be free. So stick with us. We got a quick break. We'll be right back.
All right, we're back. We're talking about, I mean, this is our 100th episode. And time flies. I mean, it really does. I mean, it's in a blink. We've done 100 episodes. But speaking of time flying and you doing a lot, you know, I really got to be at a beautiful event you put on the other, uh, the last week. It's been, it's been so much has happened. I don't even know if it was a couple of weeks ago, but, um, you're involved in so many charities. You're doing so many things to impact the world in a positive way. Tell us about, like, for instance, why don't you tell us about the Ray of Hope? Wow. Uh, that, that's, yeah, that's good, man. Cause the Ray of Hope, um, so John Brinkins, um, one of the, one of the head guys for sports science, we, we've always been friends. Um, and and he he's always been you know just a good spirit and so when we started to talk to each other over and over and over um one day he asked me to do his podcast which is a brink a brink of uh, at midnight brink of night and and i said of, of course yeah sure and uh we was at a cigar bar and while we're sitting there he was like that was like really one of the most inspiring things i've ever heard he said, we should do something together. I mean, hence we sat there and he was like, it has to be revolved around the ray of hope. He was like, bro, he was like, every time I talk to you, you're just, you're just always trying to give hope. So we created this ray of hope. And what we essentially do is whatever requests anybody needs in this world. Most, I mean, we deal with a lot of cancer patients who are dealing with a lot. I mean, kids, um, um, grown, it doesn't matter who it is. It's endless people who need help, suicidal thoughts, um, being bullied, whatever it is. And we post a 30 to 60, a 30 to 60 second video. And in this video, you can, you can, um, when you send it to our site, you can say you want it private. That it goes directly to the person or you can say you want it public and public opens it up for everybody to see it. But you come from your heart. And so all of these people of influence I have on my site now and instead it's starting to build more and more because of the moment I start to tell people what Ray of Hope is all about. Ray of Hope is just about get if, if you're successful, then share with somebody else how to be successful. Mm-hmm. If you know somebody's going through something like these, like this kid, he wrote in and he's dealing with this very rare cancer and he does. They don't know if he's going to make it, but he's only 12 Jeez. and he's scared. He's scared. And he said that. I, can I please get a message from from Ray Lewis, whatever? And I sent him I sent him this message and he sent me back this message and his entire world changed if you if you go on our site and if you look at some of these stories revhope.com if you look at some of these stories one of the kids had a brain tumor doc doc he had a brain tumor he called me brink john brinkers called me and said ray i need a favor this young friend i know has a brain tumor and the tumor is so big it's like like a size of a grapefruit and I, I was, of course, went into my place and I sent him, just went from my heart and I sent him this. Doc, listen to me. This kid, this man showed up at the Ray of Hope event in Atlanta 
But before that, he went to the doctor. He watched my video. His wife said he watched my video almost 50 times a day. Mm. Doc, he went to the doctor. And the doctor, five weeks later, said the tumor was gone. Jeez. He showed up at Ray of Hope and told that story. Wow. Of how somebody inspiring him to carry on gave him the strength enough. Now, including prayer now, because prayer, you you need a lot of prayer in these things. But it gave him the strength enough to push a tumor from his brain. Wow. And it's Ray of Hope Foundation. Ray, dot Ray of Hope. Yep. You see Ray it? Ray of yep. Hope Foundation dot org. Yes. Ray of Hope Foundation dot org. Yes. Absolutely. And man, and I'm telling you, like, that's, that's the things that started to excite me in life. What, what, what excites me in life now? I am looking for the right people to partner with. I'm looking for the right people who are bold enough to stand up for the people who can't stand up for themselves. And that's what Ray of Hope does. Like we give, we give them a voice. We give them a voice. We give them prayer partners. We give them people that, that, that have been through things themselves. Mm. And, 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 and you realize that you're not alone, that we all going through something. And so, yeah, man, Ray of Hope is, is one of the things I'm doing. And so that's why, um, I, um, well, let, let me pause on that message for a second about you're not alone because so I was speaking in a prison the other day and at the afterward, a guy came up to me and he had tears in his eyes. He was struggling with uh, opiate addiction. He had been back in prison again because of it. And he said, now it's re- as you know, it's very difficult for a man to have tears in his eyes in front of, in front of other inmates. But he was really touched by, uh, you know, the, the things that I was talking about. And I said to him, you know, that very phrase, like, you need to know you're not alone. Like, I know it feels like it, but you are not alone. And I think that's a message that everyone needs to hear. Life can be so challenging for all of us and so many of us. So many people, everybody in the world is going through things that we don't see. Everyone is. Some people are going through deeper things at different times. But that message that you just said, that's something that people really need to pause and hear. You are not alone. That's that's why that's why every night, every night, Doc, what I pray for the most, honestly, what I pray for the most, I I I, I ask the Lord, what is my next mission to change someone's direction in their life? There is so much pain. There's so much confusion. There's so much hate. There's so much jealousy. And everything that we're allowing our kids to see. Doc, I want you to think about how many people that's got te- that, that has television shows, that has millions and billions of dollars, that are teaching our kids stupidity. They're poisoning our future. I want to be the opposite. That's all. I ain't better than nobody else. I ain't perfect. I'm a man just like everybody else, and I got my struggles, and I got my ups, and I got my downs. But I tell you what, when I'm finally gone, there's a lot of people that want to chase something way greater than pain. And 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 that's what I'm. Then that's what that's everything I do, man. Everything I do with in business. Yeah, man. It has it has a give back. 
Everything I do has a give back. It's beautiful. Hey, and speaking of uh, bringing some light to television, on USA Network, March 16th at 9 p.m., my new show comes out, The Secret Life of Kids. It's a nice little – It's. I mean, listen, it's the comedy. It's just a lighthearted, comedy, cute, innocent show about kids that we all kind of need right now. It's called The Secret Life of Kids. It'll be out March 16th at 9 p.m. Wow. See, Doc, you always surprise me. I'm your partner. <laughs> I'm your partner, and I ain't even know that. <laughs> That's that show I was filming back uh, months, so many months back, and now it's finally coming out. Um, it's real. It's going to be great. It's going to be a lot of fun. I mean, anybody with kids who ever had kids or wants kids or ever was a kid, you're going to like it. It's like we really we, – we basically watched – five-year-olds all day long they were mic'd up but they didn't really you know they forgot about those mics in two seconds and they went about their day and i mean the things that they did were hilarious and and we just try to give a i got to partner with the dr elizabeth kilby who's like a world-renowned child specialist and we just kind of gave viewers an inside view on what goes through the minds of five-year-olds so yeah so trying to bring some hope right there to people for some laughter and some lightheartedness Bro, listen, I, I I applaud you. I don't care how small it is. See, that's see see that, that that's one of the things that I'm I'm that I'm the reason why I'm glad we're having this conversation because that's what I'm trying to tell people. Like, stop where you are in your situation, and I promise you, I know hundreds of thousands of people that have it way worse than you. I I, I guarantee you. You know what? You know what? My challenge is like we don't we don't appreciate this enough, right? But if you alter someone's life for the good, I want you to understand this. If you change someone's life, now think about what change is because you can't actually change anything. They have to change it. Right. But you can influence change. You can inspire inspiration. You can you can be this one thing that people want to hold on to. This guy had cancer the other day, Doc, and he looked at me. And he said, I always wanted one. I always wanted you to do one thing. I just wanted to look in your eyes and just see if a little bit of that will rub off me just to be bold, to fight for my life. Doc, I grabbed him and I went so deep in his eyes. And he says, what can you see? I said, I see freedom. I see peace. I see a strong lion. Doc, the man got up. Mm. Doc, I'm see. You can't make this stuff up. You can't make this stuff up. With the the way you're the way you're touching people's lives, it's so it's such a beautiful thing. You can't make it up. No. Uh, And 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 that's the that's the. I, I I told you, I grew up in a church. I grew up in a church. That probably every Sunday had less than 10 people. And and probably seven of them was my family. 
It's just the way we grew up, just the way it was. Now, nah, I'm probably exaggerating a little bit. It could have been probably 15, 20, <laughs> but it wasn't that many more. <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> and, 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 we, and we alternated pastors every week, and, and most of them was uncles, uncles and grandmothers and stuff. So, so I just got to tell you the way it is, dog. Right? And, 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 and the thing, and the thing about that is, it's, it's that one diamond in the rough that you never know where it's coming from. It's, 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 it's those dark days of sitting in there. And I used to always say, well, grandma, ain't nobody else going to come to our church. I used to always say this. <laughs> right? And she's, and my great grandmother, SMA stands, she used to always say this line to me. She used to always say, God, yeah is in each one of your hearts individually. It don't matter how big the church is. She say, she say, you find yourself going to one of those churches. She say, you find yourself going to one of those churches if you want to, and you will lose your way. She say, because if you ain't spiritually mature enough, you won't be able to identify what it is that you're actually trying to capture. And that is a relationship with the man himself. I don't care about religion, right? I don't get into religion and all that. I was raised Baptist, all, all these things. So I get that. But the thing that I don't get is why we give our peace away. That's why I do all the things I do. That's why I keep fighting for people who can't fight for themselves. Well, it's it's true. We do. We need to put make peace a priority. I talked about it in the prison the other day, but I, I really was talking about it after all this stuff went down with the schools like we i really would love for us to make peace a priority hey we got some more good stuff coming in on on the 100th episode so stick with us we'll be right back after this all right we're back it's the 100th episode we have talked to people a bunch of people we've gone through a lot we've laughed a lot i mean really when we set out we've set out to touch people's lives change the narrative and you've yeah. said this a lot. Let's change the narrative. And so we're hoping that we're doing that. We get to hear from people all over the world, which has been huge, hearing from people all over the world. It's Listen, not only all over the world, doc, nationwide. Doc, let me tell you something. These, these few calls came in from, uh, remember the event? Um, remember Johanna and Bassie, um, two, of the, the two of our angel investors um, who, came, who came to the event? Yeah, and the event and the event that I'm speaking about is I just started a 800, 800 million to a billion dollar opportunity fund, and um, this fund I partner with um, a, a very powerful women's group, and we invest in four tiers: entertainment, cyber, um, cybersecurity, um, um, owning sporting teams, and and uh, IT. And so, you know, we we are we are very strategic with what we're doing. Um, the ultimate goal for me, is I started this podcast for two reasons. I started, I mean, I started this uh, fund for two reasons: to put God back on the throne and to put women back in a place where their voices are heard at the table. And with that being said, last week the, the event you came to, oh my gosh, so successful! As you saw, the energy in that room was so electric. And and one of the 
yeah, and one of the gives give backs is w- w- what we're doing with, you know, retired veterans. Because my partner Phyllis Newhouse was, a, uh, she spent 22 years in the military, and so we have a give back to our retired veterans, and we, we also have a give, give give back to young entrepreneurs. To where we take young entrepreneurs, we teach them the world of what entrepreneurism is. And then we transition and we either plug them into a business or we introduce them to somebody else who could help them in business. Mm. Right. And, that, and so that's kind of that's that's kind of the give back outside of building and putting certain economics back in um, um, low developed, undeveloped um, urban neighborhoods as well. With that being said, a call came and Johanna texted me on WhatsApp and she said, I want you to see how far your message goes. And this guy, these two kids had gotten hold to our podcast from Africa. Mm. And they, as you know, have some of the poor, poorest things in their life going on around them. And I was living vicariously to Joanna and them, but then this this other uh, guy who I've been knowing in Africa for a while, and, and this is where the guy comes from, um, he calls and he says, I want you to see what this kid done with his life since he's heard your message. They were homeless. Doc, they were homeless. It's three young three young boys, 13, 16, and, and I think nine. They were homeless. They heard the podcast about never giving up, right? Getting up, never giving up. They took it. Doc, they are now not homeless. They have now built their own farm out of land, out of land that they was once living on with cardboard boxes over their heads, with coat hangers holding the boxes up. They now have a full farm. They now sell to people and they now are starting to take care of different parts of the village. Tell somebody that. that, that that's the, everything is worth uh, everything we've done for the podcast just to hear it, that. That's it. That's it. That's why 100 means something. Yes, it does. Right? That, that's why it means something. So listen, man, I, uh, I'm, I'm extremely excited to continue to um, – to, to just keep going and doing all the things that we're doing, man, because I think it's magical. It's really magical. And our message, our message is really real. Like, it's really real. And so um, I, I think the, the message should resonate with people. And that message is very simple. Love thy neighbors thyself. How do you make our world a better place? Make somebody else better in this world besides yourself. How do you keep yourself at a peaceful place? Stop letting people steal your joy. How do you stop letting people steal your joy? You must fight for your peace. How do you fight for your peace? You must keep your mind to yourself. How do you keep your mind to yourself? You must engage in things that actually challenges you as an individual and not things that excites you as an individual. Because that's where we're getting caught at. The things that's exciting us is the things that's killing us. The distractions that's, the, the, the distractions that's in our lives. I told you this before. We have to figure out sooner or later the difference between detours and distractions. Because if you don't put those two together, detours can be detouring you to your greatest blessing. But distractions can take you to your greatest disaster. Mm. And that's where we have to redefine who we are. What are we willing to change? What what does the destiny lie ahead of us? And why is not important for me to worry about the destination. You're supposed to be worried about the journey. That's why every day you have to be able to renew. If you do not renew 
and restore your mind, then you, you, you don't have a chance. And if you don't reset, if you never push a reset button, this world will eat you alive. So that's why for me, for 67 plus days, I had to push a reset button and it, and it recharged me in a way that, that now I understand that even more, everything that I've accomplished, now I understand why. Well, why? I, I, yeah. I, listen, I want to jump on to you saying about that reset and recharging it because it's, it's fascinating for me to stand in front of a group of a mo- little more than 200 prisoners and say, um, I can talk about meditation now and it's no, it's 2018. So I said, I don't, however you want to do it is fine with me, but let me let you know this. As much as it's true that diet helps, as much as it's true that exercise helps your body, as much as it's true that reading helps your mind, the reality is that meditation will help you bring peace. And so it's, it's physiological. It makes chemical changes in your brain. So we need to make peace a priority, resetting whether you use prayer, meditation, taking time to really reflect in stillness. And, and that's huge. And, and listen, I want to go lighthearted for a minute with you. Um, so John Brankus was at your, uh, at this event and you know for those of you uh listening from sports science and he's the guy who had ray run through that door um and we were talking about that he and i were talking about you running through that door and he was like if we really put stuff on it wasn't supposed to be possible for a human being to run through this door and ray obliterated this door so i was laughing with him we were talking about that episode and i said listen if you ever have the need to test a 44-year-old psychologist on his right hook. I'm telling you, I've been training again, Ray, and I have a lot more power than I used to have because I know the technique. Well, Doc, my shoulder's still messed up, so I'm going to tell you to keep your right hook. We are not made to run through doors, no. right? <laughs> He said it was amazing. I was I laughed because it was fun to talk to him about it, you know, because he did the show and was there and we got to see it in person. But he said we really reinforced that so that it wasn't possible. And when Ray went through that, he said we were just our hearts were beating so fast we were blown away. Mine was too. <laughs> what what you, what you think? I tell, I tell people that all the time. Like we forget. We forget. I feel I feel the same pain. <laughs> See, that's why I'm not going to mess with you today, man. Look, this is what I'm going to do. No, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to leave the people with a positive message. <laughs> do not go try to run through doors. That's right. <laughs> I'm going to get off this nope. podcast and just start running through doors. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> And I'll be coming to visit you. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm gonna make sure they're open first. I didn't put that part in there. <laughs> hey, listen, man. No, I appreciate you, bro. Um, it's always good to connect, man. And um, you know, like we always end it. Um, I just really want I just really want anyone who's listening to really just take a chance. Just take a chance on on recapturing your peace and and take a chance on on resetting and and getting away from the normal, you know, the normal man, I'm telling you, I've never seen you know, nobody's normal survive in a world that we are now, you know, you, you have, you have to do something opposite and, and the impossible is possible. If you understand Philippians 14, 4, 4, 13 says all things, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And that's where I'm at now. 
Doc, I am at a place of the greatest peace I've ever had in my life. And I had to fight for it because people won't give it to you. This world won't tell you that you can be happy. This world won't tell you that nobody decides my happiness but me and my drive and my effort and my sacrifice and my obedience to me. Imagine when you are okay with pleasing you and anybody else that's around you. Hey, if they if they catch a little bit of your your drippings from your garments, then so be it. But if they ain't but if they ain't for you, I, I said this the other day on set, man. We talk about you know a couple of guys in the league. I'm like I'm telling them, I'm like, listen, like what are you doing? Like you have a choice that you have to control your life. Nobody controls that. And the only reason I stay balanced, and I leave you guys with this, is because of my foundation. My foundation of being connected to God, my foundation of being connected to the Bible, and my, my, my foundation of being connected to prayer. That I don't pray selfish prayers every day, but the prayers I do pray, 90% of them are for someone else. I love yeah. it. I love it. Yeah. I appreciate it. I appreciate, I appreciate you. A hundred, a hundred episodes together. Yeah. 100th episode. I appreciate you, bro. Seriously, man. I'm excited to do this with you. We're gonna, we, it's a huge foundation. Speaking of foundation, please check out the rayofhopefoundation.org. That's rayofhopefoundation.org. Thank you for downloading the Tackling Life podcast. For more Tackling Life content, go to tacklinglifepodcast.com. You'll find links to our pages on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and other podcast sites where you can subscribe and get new episodes automatically downloaded. When you visit the Tackling Life website, you'll find links to our Facebook and Twitter pages where you can give us feedback, questions, ideas, and suggestions. You can also call us at 646-762-4432. That's 646-762-4432. Hey, don't forget, March 16th, 9 p.m., USA Network. Check out The Secret Life of Kids. It's going to be fun. Hey, if you like this episode, please share it with a friend. Until next time, for the legend and first ballot Hall of Fame, Ray Lewis, I'm Dr. Christian Conte. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. 